What's up, gentlemen? This is Rising Phoenix Podcast, a podcast about how to rise up after your divorce. I'm your host, divorce coach, Michael Rhodes. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the show. This is episode 129. This is going to be a solo episode and I'm going to cover a few different things. The first of those is Happy New Year. Uh, we made it through another holiday season, and that is not always an easy thing to do when you've gone through divorce. Uh, you are frequently reminded of what you don't have, whether it be from memories or absences or pictures from social media or Google that pop up to remind you of uh, the time before your separation and or divorce. Uh, so it can be tough, but here we are. We made it. We made it through, and that's something to celebrate um, because it it's not easy. It's, it's it fucking sucks. Um, it's my fifth year, as I said, uh, a couple episodes ago. And, um, you know, it still had moments of, of shittiness of, of missing. Um, but it's, it's different. It's not like it used to be. And it's not time. Although I think that does aid some, but it's the work that I've done. And uh, I'm going to talk about some of that some of the work that I've done and continue to do in order to get through uh, difficult moments like this. And in one of the more difficult things there, there's, and there's a lot to it. And this stuff uh, is not easy clearly, or I wouldn't have um, I'm not, I wouldn't be 129 episodes deep into this thing. So uh, one of the more important things is to change how you see your ex or soon to be ex. And this is very difficult because physically they look the same. They sound the same. Um, they walk the same, uh, they dress the same, probably, although I'm sure there are stories out there about, um, about how some of those changes occur. But essentially, you're looking at the same person. Uh, and one of the things you have to do is to change how you view them. This is easier said than done that this is the work. Uh, you have to view them differently. They are, they are not your wife. They're not the person you married. Um, there are different ways to get to this. You could say that you outgrew them. That may be the case. You could say they changed in some kind of way. You could say that um, they are a stranger. You can look at them as just, I don't know who that is. That's just, that's the same as, um, you know, my kid's teacher or the the lady, you know, three houses over that you don't ever speak to, but you see um, they're, they're strangers now. Uh, you could also look at it, and this one is one that never really resonated with me, but it is one that people say all the time. You could also look at them as a business partner. And that one never really resonated with me for a few reasons. Um, one is I'm in business, I'm in sales, and I don't look at uh, sales or work as impersonal. You know, uh, I'm, I try to be friendly with and, and to, uh, my, my customers, the people that I deal with in business. So, and coworkers. So that one didn't really resonate, but I think it was, I'm not sure who it was. It might've been Chris, but someone said to me, don't look at it as business partners in a generic way. Look at it as the business of raising your children. And she's your partner in that. And, and again, it's, it, it doesn't exactly hit the mark for me, but it did change things a little bit. I look at it as she's just another woman. Um, she's not the one I married. And I've been actually thinking a little bit lately about how maybe I outgrew her in some ways. 
Um, maybe I evolved. I don't know if that's the right word, but maybe I grew in some ways and, and, and she didn't don't know. Um, and I don't think about that a lot because honestly, it's not really relevant. It's over, but in the beginning, or if you're still stuck and I'll, I'll get to that, um, it can be hard to see them differently and thus hard to move on, but it is absolutely essential. And so if you can do this, if you can start to see them differently, then your expectations of them should also change. So in other words, the woman you married, you expect to behave in a certain way. You expect her to, um, you know, raise the children in a certain way or uh, treat you in a certain way. And there's all kinds of nuance there in terms of maybe they weren't really treating you that very well or whatever. But I'm just saying the expectation of a wife is she's going to treat you well. Um, not always. And, and like I said, there's nuance to that. But. Um, you have to change that expectation. And, and hopefully, like I said, if you change the way you see them, your expectations will change. Um, but you have to stop expecting, even if you can't get to, and you know, it, it does take time. Even if you can't get to changing how you see them, your expectations have to change. You can't expect someone that is, is no longer your wife to behave like a wife. Um, you can't expect to be intertwined into their life. You can't expect them to do what you want them to do. And I'll get to um, a little bit more on that topic in terms of um, a little bit more detail and 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 what I'm sort of talking about. But one of the ways that you can um, sort of change your view of them and change thus change the expectation or change the expectation in general is use your anger. This can be very dangerous and tricky and not necessarily necessary, but necessarily necessary. I guess I can say that. Uh, it, it's it's it can help, but 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 it is there is a danger in it. Uh, and, and, I'll, and I'll get to that. But um, it, it, it may be necessary for you to find your anger in order to motivate you to change your view and thus your expectations. But it it can be, that's a very dangerous path to take. You know, I, I talk about this, I've talked about this before, you know, anger is a good fuel, but you can't run it all the time. Uh, it's, it's, I'd liken it to nitrous oxide, right? Um, if you want a car to go really fast, you know, you'd, dump a little nitrous oxide in it or, you know, if you hit the boost or whatever. Um, I've never done it myself uh, besides on video games. And I, I don't think that counts, but, but I do know that you can't run nitrous oxide all the time. You'll blow up your fucking engine. It's, it's a boost. It's a shot. And, and the danger is with anger is you can, you can run it all the time. You can, can you can get stuck in anger and, you, and thus you get stuck period. Um, But, but I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about, sort of um what what can happen if you get stuck in this this anger mode but but first let's talk a little bit about um control and this is sort of it's heading that way so so bear with me as i've said multiple times um and as um others have said you can only control yourself and your actions and your thoughts um anytime that you get upset, triggered, angry, hurt, et cetera, et cetera, by someone else's actions, you're, you're, you're letting them control you. You're no longer in control. 
And and that's not something I'm very interested in personally, because not only has this person done things to my life and 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 hurt me in certain ways, but they're also continuing to do so. But I'm allowing it. I'm playing the victim. And I've said this many times before. If you were lied to, cheated on, falsely accused, um, you know, any of the 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 nightmares that that are that I hear on occasion and, and that I, I experienced, um, then you are a victim. But if you, if you don't do any work in order to heal and then sort of rise up, right. You, you heal your wounds and then you can move up, move on, onward, upward, onward, forward, wherever, whatever sort of nomenclature you want to use. Um, then, then it's by choice that you're staying a victim. You're staying stuck. Someone who is perpetually angry is controlled by other folks and is stuck. They're never going to move forward. And I see this quite often in our support group. I see guys complaining about the actions of um, of the ex, you know, her her behavior, you know. And again, if you can't change the way you see them, certainly you have to work on changing your expectations. And if they behave in a certain way and it triggers you, it makes you angry. Then they're winning. They're they're in control. You're not in control. You're a puppet. You're on you're on the strings, and and so you're gonna stay stuck, and and then all of this shit that you're going through is for naught. You're gonna stay miserable and you're gonna stay stuck. Nobody that is perpetually angry is happy. Is going to be happy um, if you are perpetually ang- angry and you are pointing your finger at everyone else. If everyone else is the problem in the world, if it's all women, if it's Someone other than than yourself that is involved in the scenario, if it's if if you have nothing to do with it and you're perfect, um, then you're never gonna grow. You're gonna stay stuck, you're gonna stay miserable, you're gonna stay unhappy. I have I have zero interest in that. Um I, I'd much rather sort of reflect on what I can control. And and be very mindful of of you know, as it was in this, the last episode, you know, being mindful, I think, is the key to to life. Um, it, it's it's not about not having feelings; it's about being mindful of them. It's not about having negative thoughts; it's about being mindful of them, and then you can choose what to do. So, uh, and this is something I teach: catch your negative thoughts, catch your thoughts, period, and then you can determine: is this helpful? Does this does this help me or does this hurt me? And then you can make a decision what to do with that thought. It's not about, and Jonesy talks about this in episode two, it's not about controlling emotions. It's about managing. It's about making decisions about what do I want to focus on? Yes, I'm angry and hurt. Is that going to help me or is that going to help her? Does that forward my, me and my growth or does that keep me stuck? You know, I, I see guys that post in the group talk about they've been stuck for, for, for four or five years and they're also big red pill guys who are essentially told that it's not your fault. All women are doing this. It's hypergamy, which is all bullshit and horseshit. But nobody, nobody, I shouldn't say nobody. A lot of folks don't want to hear that because that would mean that they would have to take a look at themselves. And that's where you get your control. When you're when you're able to look at yourself and find out, okay, what did I do wrong? Not, not that you did everything wrong, but you sure as fuck did something wrong. And you're not, because you're not perfect. Nobody is. And so your power is taken from you and you're controlled by other folks when you get so angry that you point fingers everywhere but and, and don't find a fucking mirror to look into. So um, I, I want to go back and, and talk about sort of my process when um, I'm having any sort of longing or missing or slipping back into seeing her as uh, my wife. 
Because again, it is easy to do. The reality is she looks the same. The reality is she sounds the same. Um, the reality is that's physically the woman I married. But she's not the same. And so I have to remind myself of that. And here's what I do. Anytime she does anything, either either um, I'm reminded of what was or she does upset me or if there's anything that keeps me off track. Step number one is is be mindful, right? Notice your thoughts. Okay, let's let's go with um, anger because I see this one more often. She does something that makes you upset. And you go, I can't believe that she did this. How could she do this? Why would she do this? Doesn't she know this hurts the kids? All these types of things. She's manipulating them. Blah, 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 blah. Here's, here's, this is what I do. I stop myself and go, okay, um, am I seeing her as she was or is? Uh, yeah, pro- probably as 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 she she was, not as she is. Okay. Can I control that? Can I change that? Is there anything I can do to make her like she was? No, I can't. And this is the key for me. What can I do? Well, I could go take a walk. Um, I could I could call somebody. Uh, I, I could read an article. I could I I could go. I could research that book. Then I want to read that book about blah 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 blah. Or um, isn't there a, wasn't there a hobby I was thinking of, of checking out? Or or I wonder um, football stats. What fantasy football? There's there's a million things. What I do is I focus on what 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 can I do? What can I do physically? Like what can I go do? That that is within my sphere of control. That's all that I can do, and this does it allows me to go down a rabbit hole of things that I can control, and then suddenly I kind of forget what I was thinking about and dealing with her. I I let it go because I'm focused on other things. If I sit there and I ruminate about her and oh, I can't believe she did how would she do this how could she then. I go nowhere and I get nothing accomplished except for remaining under her control. And one of the things that I want to really emphasize about this is, especially when it comes to kids, if there are complaints about what is going on in her place, again, your expectations have changed. That's not your wife. That's not your business, what occurs in her place. Unless, of course, it's something illegal, something hurtful, something damaging to the children. Otherwise, it's none of your fucking business. But let's say it is hurtful, but not illegal, or let's just say it's just wrong. Um, she's telling the kids to lie. Let's say that. You can't do anything about what she does. You literally cannot do anything about what she does or is doing. Yeah, but she it doesn't fucking matter. Again, she's a stranger. Four houses over. You don't know her. You can't do anything about what she's doing. You can't control her, period. But here's the key. What can you do? Well, you can make sure that your household is different, that you raise them in the way that they should be raised. You give them the example. But if you're wasting fucking time complaining about what she's doing, you're losing the opportunity to create a space within your home that is different. That is the way that is going to show them how to be. Because make no mistake about it, regardless of if it's her or anyone else, someone in the world is going to do bad shit. There are bad things that happen in this world outside of your control. In school, social media, 
friends, inter, uh, um, uh, uh, extracurricular activities, band, sports. There is shit that your children are going to experience or you're going to have nothing to, to do with that you're not going to be able to do anything about. Of course, again, I'm saying the illegal things, but even those things, um, it, you, you can't do anything about them in general. But what you can do is create an environment for them that is counter to and, and kids pick it all up, right? And if you lead by example, and it's not going to be, it's like anything, it's not going to be probably till years later until they realize or until they really appreciate or until they start living the way you lived, that you're going to see these things. There is no instant gratification here. That's, that's true for most valuable things in life. If you want to be in really good shape, it doesn't happen after one workout. Um, if you want to learn a new skill, it doesn't happen after one class, one um, practice, one session, whatever. It takes time. And so if you're looking for immediate and instant gratification, you're not going to get it. And you got to ask yourself, why are you looking for that? Why do you need that? Why do you need that validation? Well, perhaps that's another episode <laughs> Um, but I just, I get really frustrated and I understand it. I really do. Um, when we focus, when you focus on what she's up to and what she's doing, you give her all the power and all the control and you miss the opportunity to improve your own life and your children's lives. And that's unfortunate. I, I think too often, many of us focus on things that are outside of our control because it's safer. If we have to face ourselves and our fuck ups and our issues, then that's scarier than complaining about someone else. Playing the victim is a very safe place to be, but it gets you no fucking. So hopefully um, this one is, is helpful to you. Um, I try not to get on too much of a soapbox, honestly, about this topic. And I probably talked about it a lot, but I see it so often. I feel like us as men really... Sometimes I feel like we we give up control in ways that we just don't see. That we we give up our power, we give up our masculinity. And I'm not talking about being a pussy or not crying or crying or complaining or whining. I'm talking about focusing on things that get us nowhere. I'm talking about staying stuck in this victim mentality. I just, I don't understand why that's attractive to anybody, but I, I guess, like I said, I guess it's safe. It's safe. It's, it's a lot more threatening to ourselves and who we think we are. To take a look at ourselves and ask ourselves if, if we're doing everything we can to be the best we can. And that the, the, the truth is, is no, we're not because we're human. We're fallible, but too often we focus on everything other than ourselves and we miss out on the opportunity to grow the opportunity to be better men. You know, even Tony Robbins says this, you know, in the universe, you're either growing or you're dying. Many, many people have said, I think Lou Holtz initiated the quote, if I'm not mistaken, um, uh, old coach of uh, Notre Dame football. And, and, and why that sounds sort of weird or woo woo, which is one of my favorite words. Is that a word or or a phrase is woo one word woo woo was two fuck i don't know it doesn't matter but i think it's it is true 
I think we're all obviously dying, right? We're all one step closer to our last breath. But if we sat around and did nothing, we we would slowly, not slowly, we would accelerate our our that last breath, right? We 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 would. Um, you, you ever see those like thousand pound people? <laughs> That's what would happen. And that would accelerate your death. That would accelerate you to to um to the end, right? Uh, there's no question. But if if you're challenging yourself, and that, that, that doesn't just include physical, it definitely includes mental. But if you're challenging yourself, that, that means that you're growing, right? You can't grow without stress. You can't grow without challenge. It's not possible, right? If you think about, again, you know, physically, when you go to the gym, what are you doing? You're literally breaking down, tearing muscle, and then it builds back up, right? That's how it works. And, and so then I think that means that that phrase or that point of view holds true. If you're not growing, you're dying and I'd rather be fucking growing. And I sure shit, not rather be dying and it be because I let someone else put me in that state. Fuck all that. So hopefully this is helpful. Um, I, I really, it's a response into some posts I've seen lately, and I just wanted to kind of address it. I'm, I, I, this is actually, I think, the fourth time I've recorded this one, maybe third. Um, I tried to record it earlier in the day, and then my phone rang, uh, and then I recorded it. Yes, this is the third one, and then I, then I did record it, and then I realized my microphone was um, was not. I didn't choose the right microphone, <laughs> so it was actually the camera microphone. Um, and it didn't sound too bad, but it didn't, it's this, this microphone's a, a nice microphone. So it's, it, it's going to sound better than, than the original. Um, and, and I think like, like anybody, um, emotions influence me. And, and I was reading some stuff that today in that group and it kind of pissed me off because I feel like it's just such, uh, bullshit. It's, it's people that post that they're stuck four or five years out or the same people posting that I can't believe she told the kids to do this. And how do you not see that those two are tied together? You're focusing on someone else's actions. Of course you're stuck. You know, you know what you do in those situations? I, I kind of explained it, but fuck it. I'll do it again. And I may, I may edit the shit out of this one or I might not. I, I don't know. Here's what you do. And I think, again, I think I did explain it, but I'm going to go over it again. Okay. She, I can't believe she, she said, told the kids to do X, Y, and Z. My, my, my wife wouldn't do that. She, she's not your wife. No, she, she's not my wife anymore. Okay. So if she's not my wife, then who is she to me? She's just someone who's helping raise the kids. Okay. So she's not beholden to you in any way. No, she's not. Okay. So, can I do anything about what she's doing? No, cannot. What can I do things about? Well, I mean, I really need to finish reading that book. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, maybe, maybe I haven't finished it because it's not that good. Maybe I should read another one. Maybe I should just skip. Maybe I should just check the, the last few chapters and see if there's anything that's worth reading. It, it's kind of, it's getting kind of boring. Maybe I should switch it up or. Um, Man, I, I need to, uh, 
set up my 401k so that it uh, I'm, I'm making sure that it's going to the right funds. Um, I really need to check that and make sure that it's it's on track or or maybe I need to add a, a percentage or two uh, that's taken out or maybe I need to reduce it. Um, you know, what, what do I have to do around the house? There's got to be something I got to do around the house. You understand what I'm saying? You, you, t- you take your focus off shit you can't control and put it on. And when you go through that process, five minutes in, you, you are probably less than that. You're going to forget what the fuck you were complaining about. Because suddenly you're able to do something about something and your brain's going to go like, all right, fuck yeah, let's do something. The other thing keeps you stuck in this loop of I'm a victim, I'm a victim, I'm a victim. And again, that gets you nowhere. So yeah, I'm probably going to edit the shit out of this one because I think I made some points better later than I did earlier. But uh, but we'll see. Maybe I'll leave it all in. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, so that's all I got for this one. Uh, 1.30 will be out next week. Oh, uh, let me let me finish up with this. Um, so my initial goal for 2023 was to get the podcast download numbers to 100,000 downloads by the end of 2023. Uh, obviously, I, I stepped back and took some time off, so to speak, and I got to, I think, the end of summer, and I quickly, uh, or I, I realized, like, I am not going to hit that number. It, there's just no way to the, the math was, it was clear. Yeah. And I knew it was a bit of a stretch anyway, but then taking some time off, it was not going to fucking happen. And so I said, all right, well, what can I do? And I looked at it and I said, well, here's another, it's a little bit of a stretch. So I'm going to do 90,000 in by the end of 2023. Not, that's not 90,000 in the year. It was uh, a grand total. So over the three years. Um, and I got close. Sadly, I did not, um, I got close, but sadly, I did not hit the number. Um, I was about 200 and some odd downloads short. I was at um, uh, 89,800, something like that. I'll I'll post it um, somewhere. You'll see it. Um, I will hit 90,000 probably today. If I can get this one out, it's 7 o'clock on uh, January the 2nd, so 7.05 uh, PM on the East coast. So I'm not sure. I, I think if I get this out this evening, I think I'll hit my 90,000 today, two days late. Um, but I'll take it. And I don't know what my goal for next year is, uh, except for just growth. And I will say that despite my step back, I still grew in total numbers. I think last year I did a brief look at this last year, there were 34,000 downloads and this year there were 37,000. So, um, despite my little break there, um, or, um, taking my foot off the gas, I still grew. So if you're not growing, you're dying. So, um, until next time, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. Since my separation in July of 2019, I have done an incredible amount of work on myself I've had many different therapists, life coaches, and went through different programs. I've taken all that I've learned and put it into my own program called Forged by Fire. If you are interested in having me help you navigate your divorce, please hit my website, risingphoenixdivorcecoach.com. I look forward to working with you.